Do the intro, Kalen. Me do the intro? Yeah. Well, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Just have this it's is the a, intro. It's really hard. It is very hard. You have to, like, shout really annoyingly at the top of your lungs. Like, you gotta say, I have no idea. This is what we're, we're doing the, the B team, right? Yeah, it's the B team, you the know. The B team. Like, well, okay, well, hello, everybody. It's, we're doing the B team again. It's just Blair and I hiding away in one of the little alcoves of the boiler room, away from everyone else. How you doing, Blair? Good, how you doing? I'm doing all right. So, I guess we're just doing a, a quick recording, or a, a shorter one than usual. We have two of us today. Uh, we're probably going to talk about the new announcement for the Sagara expansion, and probably what Worlds is coming up in the next week. So we'll talk about some little things with that, and maybe there's some rumors going around, maybe discuss things about that. Uh, Blair, are you doing anything coming up soon, or anything you have done in the past few weeks? X-Men related? X-Men related, or just even just game related. No, I just I've been playing. I've been playing a lot of different stuff other than X Wing. Uh, I've been I started up an Axis and Allies clan with Zach Matthews and Tyler, and we've yet to play a single game together. <laughs> uh, what are you guys uh, playing on? Is it like on Vassal or uh, another online no, system? No, it's this uh, this client. Just Google AAA, and it's the first result that isn't uh, the roadside service, and you'll see it's a client. This guy's made it's really well done. It's pretty old, but they still support it. You have to like open a port if you want to host. That's how old it is, but it's still supported, and there's still people playing on it. So we're gonna plan on getting together after Worlds and get a game in. But yeah, and then I I also started playing Gwent. Okay, you know yeah. that you know what that is. That's the uh, Witcher, the card game from The Witcher. It's yeah, independent. It's on uh, Steam, right? No, it's on. Uh, it's not on Steam actually, which is really weird because like all the other Witcher titles aren't. It's on uh, good old games, and uh, yeah, I I was sitting at home a little over a year ago, maybe longer, and I was debating. I, they had the Steam sale going on, you know, summer sale or whatever it was, and I was like, they had Fallout Four and they had Witcher, and I had, I'm not a big RPG guy. I'd played Fallout 3 and New Vegas and loved them both. But I looked through reviews and they like weren't really weren't that good. So I looked through the reviews for Witcher 3 and like Reddit had been like all up Witcher 3's ass for just like ever since it had been released. So I was like, alright. I don't know if I'm gonna like this, but the reviews were just like they were just way too good to ignore. So I downloaded it and holy crap. That's I, that's probably the best game I've played in the last. Next to Rocket League, I'd say that's probably the best game I've played in the last five years. And so, so and uh, and then they had a mini game in it called Gwent, which is they've done in like every Witcher, and uh, it's like a card game, and it was like so popular that they came out with a standalone game. They tweaked it a little bit, and it plays a lot like Hearthstone and. Kind of plays like Magic, not all, probably closer to Hearthstone than Magic, but uh, been playing it a little bit, getting slowly, very slowly better, but that's what I've uh, been spending most of my free time doing. Haven't played a whole lot of X Wing lately, but that's gonna change. That's all gonna change now. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you got some more generics going on. We got something coming up. There's also we have a charity event coming up this weekend. I'm not sure this will be. This recording will be out by then, but we have the Targalock Hunger happening here in, um, not Vancouver, British Columbia, but in one of the outskirts cities in Surrey. Um, you'll be coming up for that. Have you thought of a list yet for that? I have. Uh, I'm going to... Is it going to be degenerate like everyone else? So Are you are you ready for this, Caleb? Well, let's, before we go that, we're going to go through um, the... So there's a charity event. We're raising money for the um, the food bank locally here. Um, the restrictions are for this event is you must bring one ship from each faction, and you're, there's no faction restrictions on upgrade cards. So you can have Palpatine riding along in the slaver. Mm. You can put, like, if you really want to put Ray Crew somewhere you, on something else, you can put Luke Skywalker running shotgun beside Darth Vader in a decimator. So you got things, combos like that. There's some weird, weird shenanigans you can do, but you must have one ship for at least for each faction. All right, Blair, hit me. Well, it's a good thing you told me that, 
because I had no idea that was what it was. Yeah, I thought it was just a normal tournament. No, no, no. Well, now you know that. Well, like, what, what was your list going to be before then? I was going to fly a Peritoni. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can now do, you can do still do Peritoni. You swap out Fen Rao for Sooner Fell with Mind Link. Uh, yeah, I can try that. So the the but then but then who do I do I drop a Sage or the Scout? Uh, you can swap a Sage a Sage for a Sage is really good. I could drop the Scout for the Fringer. That'd be <laughs> worth it, right? <laughs> it's too bad. It's five more points. Um, <laughs> well, the other thing too, instead of having um. My, instead of having Mind Link Fenrau, you could also have Mind Link to uh, or Sooner Fell. You could have Mind Link Poe. Yeah, you can have Mind Link Poe. You can have Mind Link Poe. You can have Mind Link Corn Horn. It's getting really expensive though, but you can. There's some, there's some weird combos there. So, um, well, let me think. So, so far, like a lot of people are discussing, I'm not solidified with my list, but so far, there's a lot of people I know are going to bring Omega Leader. Because the mm-hmm. you can put Sabine's masterpiece on any Tie Fighter now, so that includes the Tie Fighters chassis, both Rebel and Imperial, the Tie FO chassis, and the Tie SF chassis. That opens up a crew slot on Omega Leader. So some good ones is uh, Weapons Engineer, of course. So you can maintain two target locks and two different ships. <laughs> um, the, my my choice so far is put Dengar on uh, Omega Leader, so you can always uh, get those rerolls going. And then yeah. you'd, be, you'd be extra, extra annoying, because like, now you can put Pulse Ray Shielding on Omega Leader, so she regenerates shields. Oh, wow. So, and then uh, beside that, you have uh, Lorik, of course, uh, with Riding Palpatine Shotgun. So you have mm-hmm. <laughs> more degeneracy. Um, the, the fun one, actually, this was actually really good. I never thought of this, but someone else brought it up, is you take um, Palob as your scum ship, Hawk, you give him Mind Link and Ray Crew. So when you pull the Focus token up with Ray, <laughs> oh, you God. trigger Mind Link. That's filthy. <laughs> and you Mind Link to um, Lorik. So Lorik will always have that Focus token yeah. and reinforce. It is completely degenerate. <laughs> so we have that going. Um, you still allowed more than um, this. You more you allowed uh, more than one ship from each faction. You just need to have minimum one of each. So there's gonna be some swarms probably uh, utilizing. Uh, Probably Hal Runner, some Z ninety fives from both factions, and maybe Sarasu in there for rerolls. Um, there's some other weird combos people are trying to come up with, uh, but there's a lot of choices in there. A lot of choices. I think some people have been trying to fit. Um, I think Finn Crew on a Phantom to get more attack days. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> it's a really expensive Phantom, so there's there's some weird triggers, weird, weird things in there you can do. Alright, um, other than that, we've had a news release come out today talking about the Sagarera expansion pack, or the Sagarera Renegades. We now know the X-Wing, T-70, T-65 X-Wing fix with the these S-foils and the refit, as well as we now know the U-Wing gets a buff with that refit. Well, let's start with that first. Do you have... Have you looked through the uh, this um, expansion, Blair? Yeah, I've, I've seen the article. Okay, so what do you think about... Hey, Kalen. Yeah? Are, are you, like, scrolling your mouse or something? Oh, sorry. Yes, I'm scrolling my mouse. <laughs> sorry. You're hearing the clicks on it? It's pretty loud. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'll try to uh, keep it down. It's just where my microphone is. Um, so... The Renegade Refit is on T65 and the U-Wing, so you can sacrifice... Um, now one thing is here, just, are you allowed to, you're not, you're allowed normally to equip two of the same upgrades on a ship. Let's say you want two, two torpedo slots. Can you do two Renegade refits on a U-Wing? Because there's a torpedo slot. The U-Wing has two torpedo slots? I believe, or maybe it's only one torpedo slot. It's only one. Oh, okay. I thought, a two crew. I thought I had two torpedoes, like a B-Wing. Okay, good. Because I was like, wait a second, minus four points. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, okay. So it's minus two points. So the U-Wing now, the base level, should be 21 points now. Do you think the U-Wing now can have some purpose in the game, being a sl- one point cheaper now than a B-Wing? No. <laughs> <laughs> Those poor things. How about uh, how about the new name pilots at least? I think there's some like Saw actually Saw and what is the um, 
Benthic Two Tubes. That's a weird name. And he was also Benthic Two Tubes was not in the release article on the. Um, you do not see his artwork in the article spread. So there might there's still another Ewing pilot unless they've conned removed one out. So I mean, so there's also then. Well, I guess there's also might be a generic in there as well. Um, these two pilots do have very good um, support abilities. Benthic Two Tubes. Uh, allowing to give focus tokens to friendly ships at range 1 to 2 when he does a focus action, and Saw giving out rerolls at range 1 to 2 to stressed and damaged friendlies. Uh, do you think those ships will have a purpose? I don't. Uh, you know, in the in the limited games that I've played Palp Aces in my life, I've really found that it's that rangeless ability that makes him so good. It's the ability to just dive that shuttle in there. I mean, I'm sure people who played Palp Base listening, you could win games when you'd fire like one time with the shuttle, and then you just run it away and run it to the other side of the map and let everyone else fight on the other side while you just, it just palps away. And, you know, you do the same thing with Mindlink, really, with Manaru back in the day. So, that range 1 to 2, even on a big base ship, I just think that's a, a bit too limiting and the same thing i mean people are saying like you could run saw with like corn uh i i don't really see that being i think i still think saw is just gonna melt like uh in that in that team tournament we ran kaylin like as efficient as that ewing was like it still would even with two agility it'd still really melt pretty quickly to some Sustained fire, and we even had like op spec on that thing, so it does. It's just really, I guess it's basically so. Saw's basically Hal Runner, except you get you get out to range two, but they have to have damage or stress, right? Yes. I mean, Hal Runner doesn't see the table at all anymore, so i'm not really seeing where he's gonna fit in because he's also more expensive than howl too meaning you can't get as many you know crappy little guys in there to take advantage of that force multiplier so that's that's how i feel on saul saul uh i think the for me though howler is still good is that the issue is she's buffing tie fighters and tie fighters yeah. are still can like saw's ability max now with like you could probably fit saw and maybe three to four of these policy go one X-Wings when they're like the points decrease coming in because Saw is looking at 24 points base before he gets the... Uh, naked. Naked, naked. We get the one point less on the EP, on the elite the elite upgrade. Yeah. So you get that free... You can, just even a free crack shot's nice to have. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't necessarily need a crew. So you've wanted that cheap. Like, 24 points is... It is not cheap, but it's also not that expensive. Well, I guess if... If the PS1 is 20, then you could, uh, at 19 with FAA, you could, you could fit four, couldn't you, with Saw? Yep, if four. If they're all... If they're all... Okay. No upgrades other than, uh... Yeah? The... Other than Crackshot. Crackshot on Saw, or whatever one-point elite and zero-point crew. Yeah, but just, uh... Man, that'd be, that'd be interesting, actually. You, you might have just convinced me, but just... Yeah, the and, U-Wings, it's just... God, it's so hard it, to get shots with. It, it is so very hard. hard to get shots with. Like, one thing I've done here, it's friendly ships at range 1 to 2, so this also affects himself. Yeah. So, if you get, like, a good... Well, too bad the U-Wing can't cater, but if you set it up with a... the You get to stop, turn around with the triple K-turns or quad, the four K-turns or even Talon rolls now... With the um, all the X wings, you got a good, you got a rerolls mm -hmm. on that round. You don't necessarily have to de-stress. And mm -hmm. once you start getting damage, you always have that. Um, you will always have that reroll. It's not the, the strongest ability, but I can see some use of it. Right? Yeah, it. Yeah, the only thing about running with the X wings is they've all got two shields, so it's it's really going to be a lot of corner cases. Where it's, uh, if only they had something sort of like a reverse systems officer, where it's like you can give friendly ships, like, a focus and a stress, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, 
I'm not even thinking about like combining them with Y wings would be really good TLTs. Yeah, because those they have so much hull, they get reroll on every single shot. Mm-hmm. But okay, let's look past. Let's look at those uh, crew because we now know what the the second crew is. Uh, Mag Magva Yarrow. Uh, she is a crew that is after defending. You may acquire target lock on the the attacker. Two points, rebel only. Uh, that's actually a pretty good crew <laughs> choice. It's like having Tard Beeson's pallet ability on any ship you want. Do you th- do you feel like you uh, have you thought of anywhere to put this crew? No. <laughs> so let me hear what you got. <laughs> so like, let's say okay. So absolutely. So a good one of course. Any ship that can't get a target lock normally, especially lower policies like this, is going to be I think stapled to some builds with um, the Aztec gunship. You have to. Okay. You shoot Lorik. Now Lorik gets a target lock and shoots back at you. For a two point crew instead of Ray, so you don't have to build up the fa- that focus battery. But what? So you're thinking like Ray Lorik? Well, like in, in Ray, like Ray Lorik, like right, right now Lorik Lorik's crew is sometimes um, tactician Ray or C three PO Ray. Yeah. You can now throw in uh, Magva in there instead of the Ray crew. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, is is that really better though? I think it's different. It's different. It's it, mathematically it's the same having to focus when attacking, and mm-hmm. it's better because you don't need to build up the battery. It's just you get it every time someone shoots you. It's not limited to once per round, so you can always keep juggling around on different targets. Yeah. Yeah. The concern is that they just don't shoot you until they're like out of your arc, which. You're not out of the Azatex arc that often, but <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's it is a good deterrent. It's not shooting Loric; he's using his pilot ability. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things. Like, so what if it was like the triple Wookies, but you just swap out the tacticians for this? Is that necessarily uh, maybe on better? one or two? Uh, the triple Wookies, pop... but you'd have to you have to swap you have to swap Predator then, obviously, for something. Yeah, the triple Wookies when it's um, Loric. Well, that, but now you have that. If you want to make it like draw their fire, even make it even more focused to shoot at um, Lorik now, so I need that predator reroll. So, uh, yeah, I think I think it has some good choices. I want to say like I've been looking at uh, the ghost. Um, it, this is one way to utilize uh, sink turret because with especially the lower piles of ghosts, because we don't know if they're going to look at TLT. We don't know if TLT will still be the same. Because we all have a feeling that maybe TLT will get hit sometime in the future. We all hope so, because that damn turret. Uh, we might need to look at different turret choices. If you have a low pile skill ghost, and most ghosts are not the highest pile skill on the table, if you get free target locks for some machine, you can always now trigger and be able to fire that sink turret at that target. And when you have fire control system back up, you will always have that target lock. I think there's some uses. Uh, it is a crew, so it's We'll have to see. Uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of limitations on where it can go. Um, I don't think I'll see it on most uh, ace-like ships, like Nor Wexley or um, maybe the Sheathapedes. I don't see what they would use the target lock for. It's a valuable crew slot. But I think like, if you have a, some space for it on ships that don't normally, or can't normally risk taking that target lock action, I can see it's some use, especially when they're a big focus target to get shot at. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is in here? Uh, we know what the Renegade refit. We can talk quickly over that. So that's uh, T65 and Ewing only. You may equip two different modification upgrades. So now you can have that. If you really want to pay for it, that Ewing can have engine upgrade auto thrusters. It sure can. It's <laughs> a really expensive Ewing. Um, and it allows you your squad points cost for each of your elite upgrade slots is reduced by one to a minimum of zero. Uh, don't know why you would have any ship other than the A-Wing that has multiple elites right now, but I guess covering all their bases. Uh, it is minus two points in a torpedo slot, so I think that is pretty good. Uh, one thing I noticed with this expansion, there is no titles, so they could still add an X-Wing title to this game, to the X-Wing. I'm wondering what that will be, if, if ever. I'm feeling they will still hit... The T-65 will always be like... Well, the game's called X-Wing, and it's based off the T-65. So one day, they will have a title for those T-65. When is it? We don't know. Um, but now we have the server motor S-foils. We have attack enclosed. It's a flip-size... A 
Double-sided card. Uh, so you start the game with either closed or open. While closed, uh, you reduce your attack value by one. But it's only primary weapons, so you, if, you do, if you don't take the refit and you have this, your torpedoes are unaffected, so you can make some weird fast torpedo boats. I don't know why you would ever do that, but you can do it if you wanted. Uh, you get the boost action, and your two banks are now green. Uh, very useful for R2-D2 carriers now, because they can now... They're now de-stressing, like, um, the ARC-170. It's a lot easier for them maybe to get out of certain situations. For those people who do use R2-D2 uh, T-65s. Uh, at the start of the activation phase, you may flip the card. And the attack side is you get the barrel roll on the... You, your action bar gains the barrel icon. Uh, while you're not stressed, your heart of threes can be switched to talent rolls of the same direction. Uh, of course, red maneuver, red talent rolls. And then at the start of the activation, we flip it over to the other side. Uh, what do you think of this, Blair? Do you like these? Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome, obviously. Uh, so, everyone's talking about, like, why would I ever have them closed? Uh, I I think there are going to be times when you do want to close them. Because, uh, you know, all those days uh, when you're playing against the ace... You know, a lot like it comes down to say it comes down to two X wings against Sunter. Okay, there's a spot. Sunter's stressed. You know he's not turning around. You can't really get close enough to be able to get a good shot at him. So you want to go faster, just to try to close distance. And you can't use flight assist because he's in your arc. You know, but he's in your arc at range two to three. So I think there are times when you're gonna want to flip it and just to get that boost, just to try to get a good block. Because you know you're going to throw that one guy to the wolves. Okay, he's going to be my blocker. He's not going to shoot. I just want to block this fat turret and line up all these shots for these other guys. So uh, that's really the only use I can see it, unless, like you said, you're an ace and you're running away regening, which, yeah, in that case, you totally would be too. But, yeah, typically, though, yeah, you're going to have him in attack mode. And, my God, having that barrel... It's going to be so nice. Like, that's the one thing that's really... I've really shied away from the rookie over the years. is just, just a complete lack of repositional ability combined with such a pedestrian dial. You, you just get absolutely danced around. And... Uh, the, the talent roll is very nice, but the barrel roll would be enough for me to... The barrel roll and the point reduction would be enough for me to try it. The talent roll is just icing on a cake for me, so, yeah. So, yeah, the barrel roll gives a lot of choices on where position, getting around rocks, uh, changing your, your, yeah. your angles. Uh, the boost will kind of hand you a lot to catch off, uh, block other ships, get ahead of people, even just catch up to those other aces. I think the boost will actually, even if you're only two attack days, the boost gives you so many options when fighting the ghost, seen as one of the big primary lists right now, to get into that... Uh, side bubble. Because Flayus is not going to help you get that close. Flayus will keep you in arc, but you're probably stuck at range 3 the entire time. Unless you, you have to do a weird maneuver uh, to make sure you, it's not in your arc, then barrel a boost into it. Get it into your arc. So I think there's a use for both of them. We'll see a lot of attack mode, of course, used mostly. Uh, do you think Flayus is to be the prominent astromech to be used with the T6, T65s? Uh, yeah, it'll be the prominent one. Uh, how prominent is going to be the question? Like, uh, so one of the pilots, probably the best pilot, I think, is, uh, going to be Colby's Barado, which reads, after you perform a boost barrel action, you can flip your equipped servo motor SOL's upgrade card. That's really good. Uh, even at PS7, now with, both with, the. Uh, Servo motor and the flight assist, you can. The X Wing can finally boost and barrel in the same turn. Who would ever thought it would have such capability? <laughs> boost and barrel without pushing um. the limit. And, and still maintain um, the full full speed. You can, do, you can have your S foils closed, perform a two bank if you're stressed, flight assist for a boost, open your mm -hmm. S foils, and then perform a barrel action. Yeah, that's some really good uh, repositioning capabilities. Do you think there'll be some use for push limit R two astromech versions? Uh, that sounds like what it's 
the most, uh, what we're likely going to see the most of instead of flight assist. Because, yeah, it lets you maximize your offense. If you if you got that ace, like, say, Wedge, just coming in on the flank, you know, now it allows you to focus and target lock as opposed to, you know, just fo just one or the other. Yeah, and you still, so, oh, you can barrel target lock, barrel focus. Yeah. You have that reposition and, uh, like, and then at that point, you also, that, at that point, you're always going to pretty much have the S-foils in the attack mode as you, all your twos are now green, so you don't need that two-bank green. Uh, what we will talk about with, uh, Colby Sparato is actually using BB-8 on, uh, when the S-foils are closed. Because you can reveal that two bank <laughs> green, and then BB-8 off of that. Do that barrel, trigger your uh, S foils there, or you move. Uh, oh, you don't have flight system where you can trigger it there, or you can boost, trigger it there again, or trigger it past that. So there's a lot of choices uh, where you can go. And the other pilot, uh, Leva Tenza, reads: After for a boost action, you may receive one stress token to receive one evade token. I, it's not bad. The ship does have an elite slot. I'm not sure it's going to really use be used too much. It sounds like a crummier version, almost of what you want to do with um, was it Red Ace of the T70s, where every time you lose a shield, you get an evade token. Because the only way you're going to get boost other than uh, engine upgrade is having your S close. closed. So it's like running. So you probably want to mix that with R2D2. So you're going to run and get. Evade tokens, but it's on a Pasco Five T sixty five. Yeah, just very corner case that even with flight assist, you really don't boost all that much. Probably only like every other turn at most, and then yeah, receiving the stress because obviously you're probably gonna be on flight assist instead of R two, so then you're stuck to, you're stuck on banks to try to clear that. Yeah. Not as not as high on uh, that pilot, but that's okay because the T sixty fives they have great pilots. Like there's tons of awesome pilot abilities they have. It's just the chassis has just been always been so awful. That that's why I'm so just so stoked for this yeah. expansion. Well, let's go. Let's go back through then uh, the classic pilots. We can start with the let's start from the top down. So Wedge Antilles, of course, is going to be amazing with this. Going down to 27 points base and his elite slot, he's which is definitely going to use now one point cheaper. Like you can run even just him with flight assist, veteran instincts is 28 points with integrated astromech. That is dirt cheap for a pilot skill 11 ace that can now barrel roll and boost. Always keep you an arc with that. And his his pilot ability has always been really strong. I've actually still been seeing it with those uh, PS10. Uh, Rebel Alpha Strike list, it's, it, he, he hits at range 3, especially if you give him a torpedo. Of course, he will not have it if he has the S-foils, but that minus one agility can really get get damage through on targets, especially if someone ate to get him to double actions, like you said with push and limit. I think we'll see some use out of him. Um, Wes Jansen has always been really good. Uh, <laughs> stripping uh, people's tokens and capabilities, now doing that with his... He's always took veteran instincts to get that high PS. Uh... He's now even cheaper. He's the same points as Wedge with flight assist at 28. Uh, what do you think? Like, Do you think Luke will actually see some play? Now that you can probably mix him with... like You now could actually take... Well, integrated S-foils, no problem. But you can even actually... If you don't want to take integrated on him, go to the classic R2-D2 shield upgrade. That's still a possibility on him now. And not sacrifice S-foils. Do you think we'll see any Luke Skywalker being used? Uh... I, I don't think I still don't think he's. Uh, I, I mean, I guess in the meta maybe he's, because, it like people have always felt like Poe was better, a because Poe had a better chassis, but b his, his pilot ability is better. But I, I guess in the meta, with like, hot cop Finn, I guess his pilot ability is slightly better, than Poe, uh, but. Like, the only way to keep him from, like, burning back in the day was, like, give him Lone Wolf. And now, like, what are you, uh, what are you flying him with, you know, that's, you're really gonna get mileage out of that Lone Wolf, so. 
I don't... Do you think maybe beside I... Dash, like, replace that, uh... Or Dash or Ray, when you have that, like, 37 points, you can now, like, Poe is too expensive to put in there, like, you can replace uh, with mm-hmm. a souped-up, uh... Luke with... Luke with, uh... Even engine upgrade. Well, it doesn't really need it if you... He already has that, the s foil, So you can go with Lone Wolf, um, R2-D2, uh, S-Foils, and now your choice of Integrated Astromech or Shield Upgrade. He's sitting at, what is that? Um, if you go Shield Upgrade, that's 8 points, uh, 10 points of upgrades on him, but minus 3 from the ability. So there's only 7 points on his base cost, so it is right now. And he's sitting at, that will be a 34-point uh, ship. Mm-hmm. That's 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 sooner fell cost. That's not bad for something that has regen, focus on every focus on every single def- defense roll and a uh, reroll on every single defense roll by himself. That'll be they, he can go through and absorb a lot of uh, TLT fire with that. It's not as good as auto thrusters, but that actually could be a decent ship for its cost. No, it totally can if if you're proccing lone wolf. Yeah, if you're not proccing lone wolf, then yeah, it's going to be Caesar all those double blanks. He's screwed <laughs> yep just like any other shit uh, but just going down the line of all the pilots like I haven't seen people trotting out Porkins builds like what world are we living in it's just like it's just like everything's open now so the only concern is that people are I guess it's they they really word this really well because they made it so that bigs can't take auto thrusters and that is was definitely the right decision uh, but uh, hobby with uh, uh, targeting 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 astromech yeah. with the talent rolls. Oh man, oh, so good, so, so good, and, so. and he's cheaper. Uh, this, yep. even, like any of those pilots, like um, yeah, there's a Porkins. Uh, Porkins make a good use of this because he loves push the limit on him, especially because he just keeps mm-hmm. chucking out uh, chucking a stress for you if he wants to take that damage roll. Uh, mm-hmm. He could do a lot with it. Um, I'm not sure Garvin actually have a use though. Like he is cheaper now, but he doesn't have an elite slot, so he's only two points cheaper. Yeah, Garvin's still not getting the EPT. It's like oh, yeah, man. He, like his pilot is nice, but he's firing at pilot skill mm-hmm. um, six. He wants flight assist because mm-hmm. he doesn't have that EPT slot. Like mm-hmm. you might be able to take the um, R two D six to get that elite slot, to make him PS eight, but. It's like, woo. There's, I think there's better ships yeah. to get that uh, token out. Um, who else do we have in there? He said, oh, you said Hobby. Hobby's been... Tarn? Tarn's always been good. Now he's just cheaper, mm-hmm. so you can't complain with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do mm-hmm. we have any... And we also still have one or two unspoiled pilots, I believe. We don't yeah. know... We don't do Ed- generic, and there's one pilot's good forward. We just still don't know. Yep. So we're interested to see. Uh, and the PS1. Yeah, or, the generic PS1s. It's like Edrio... Or, I'm looking on yet another squadron builder. No, there's still a PS. Oh no, the P. I'm sorry. No, the PS4 Ezreal, and then the PS1. So you get three PS1s. And, okay, and then two PS1 U wings. No, right. I think that's actually five PS1 uh, X wings. You get f- there's, f- oh, there's really? five PS1 X wings in there. So you. Oh, it is all it is all that. So you know this, it's twenty points. Well, we know it's twenty. You know, I gotta say, like as much as we rag on FFG, like they really do a good job of giving you, like at least in the past, in the past, you know, two years or so, like they've really gotten better. Like, I guess Rebel Aces, the first one, didn't you get like two Chardons in that? You got two Chardons in that, but I was with the Ace packs. But they've been really giving you extras with new cards. In the single packs as well. I think, like, one of the yeah. first ones being, um, not the Kimogilla, the one just before. The, the, the Skurg, I think, had some duplicates in there. Uh, they were nice to have. The, like, those medium, those, I, I think the first one that gave you two upgrades for a small base ship in a single pack was the Star Viper. Because you got two auto thrusters in there. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't add much more after that, but like when their most recent packs, they've been adding a lot. Like, look at the Tie Silencer; they give you, I think, two of everything in there. The Resistance Bomber has three upgrades of each, of a bunch mm-hmm. of them. So this one, it's they've been adding more, so you don't have to buy a million bucks. This one, okay, this one, they're still smart with it though. There's five generic Palsco ones. There is uh, three S foils 
and three, no, four Espirals and three refits. So you still need to buy two of these boxes to fully equip all your ships. And they still, mm-hmm. that's, you need a, uh, yeah, that'd be all your ships. That'd be, that'd be five X-Wings worth. You'll have a few extras, of course. Uh, you probably need to do some trades and stuff like that. So, you, <laughs> um, I believe every single upgrade card in here has been spoiled, though. Uh, we know the Targeting Scrambler, uh, the Flight Assist. There's a Flight Assist here. That's nice. So, because mm-hmm. now you don't need to buy five Sheathopedes. So, D, when you bought those four Sheathopedes, now you have your fifth one here for your uh, your fifth <laughs> X-Wing. You're going to have a sixth one for your... <laughs> when you buy the second box, that have all the titles and that spoils to get those five X-Wings on the table. Uh, well, nothing but... What are you going to do with... If the X-Wings... Well, the X-Wings are going to be 20 points because there's five of them in there, unless you plan... The Palisco ones are also 21 points and they drop down to 19. What are you going to do with those five extra points after Flight Assist and Integrated? So... <clears throat> Obviously, uh, the five rookies is the big thing that everyone's talking about. And uh, let me see here. I'm, I'm having to wing it because uh, Jordan still hasn't updated. Yeah, he's working on it. He got the pilots in, but not the upgrades. Yep. So, a rookie with a. Uh, so, rookie with flight assist and. Uh, integrated in the new title is 19. So He's, It should be 20 with the Astromech. He's 20, 21... 21 down to 19. 20 with the yeah. Astromech. Sorry. So you get five rookies with Astromechs. So it's like the Pilots go ones are going to be dropped down to 19 points with the Astromech. So is it worth going a two-point Astromech on them instead? Or just a mixture maybe of Pilots go ones and some uh, higher Pilots goes like do four of them plus like Jess Pava or Tarn Meeson. Mm-hmm. So the big list that I'm looking at <clears throat> is three rookies with flight assist and then stress hog and then one bandit with a tracer for 99 points. That's pretty, that's really, pretty solid. I, yeah. I mean, that's basically my Idaho list, except I get, you know, the X-Wing is clearly vastly better than a blue at this point, a B-wing. Yeah. And I basically get three of them instead of two B-wings. I, I, lose, a, I lose one bandit, but man, I'm, uh, I'm... I honestly, like, got kind of emotional when I, like, saw the article because, like, I've just... I feel like I've just been getting stomped on for so long by the designers. I'd, I'd all but given up all hope. I'm sure you can attest to that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll break something... I'll, a little secret of mine. And for the last um, last couple, like about the last month a bit, I've been playing some like Vasily games and uh, just even those games of <laughs> games, uh, just some competitive matches. But one of my friends, I'm going to Worlds, but I don't know I have an X-wing ticket, so I'll be there just to hang out, play some side games. But I do have one friend that's coming with me who's going to Worlds. We're doing practice games, and it's like every game just feels so disheartening. It's like why am I playing this <laughs> at times? Like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just some of the game, some of the stuff I've been using. It's just it, there's nothing behind it that is fun. I'm just like rolling dice at each other. And like he's been now flying that um, the new ego. So with stress, Ezra, Lorik, and Miranda, it's, uh-huh. just, it's one of those things. It's almost like rock paper scissors. When I played, like I don't know how that list beats the ghost. Some people have done it. I just don't know how. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if this, the ghost players aren't uh, thinking outside the box. They have too many easy games. So they just play it the same way and charge straight at it, which is the wrong choice. But, like, um, there's so many other things. It's just sit there. It's like hitting a brick wall. Miranda will not die. With three, through C-3PO, draw their fire or selflessness, whichever one you were, and Lorik's ability. You just have to shoot Lorik first, then go through through the emotions. Um, mm-hmm. I got him once. I've been flying um, this triple scum aces using Guri... Fenrau and Thweek. Um It's been working actually mm-hmm. quite well. And, and every game, I feel like I have the upper leg. It's been repositioning, but just like it just falls flat mid game. Just mm-hmm. never can never finish a target off or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like this really opens up. Like I've been looking forward to this, being able to bring regular X wings back into the field because I've been primarily a rebel, rebel player. My first ships I bought were X wings, B wings, and that was my first list. Was Garvin like two two rookies in a blue. 
So it'd be nice yeah. to put that back on the field. <clears throat> yeah, and I there's been some talk of you know they went too far. I mean, it's like not only is can you make the argument that the game is called X Wing. And it's they've been so bad. For, apart from Biggs, they've been so bad for so long. But just the lowly jouster, like to all the pal bases play. Like you had your moment in the sun. <laughs> like this is our time now. Damn it! Like we waited so patiently for this. Like I'm I'm not hearing all that. Everyone's saying off the guns. No, this this was perfectly fine. I played a game. I think I said this a couple of episodes back. I played a game against Catchy Slim with five rookies. With uh, flight assist, no title, but flight assist, and he was flying uh, the palp bases, inquisitor, quick draw, palp, and he beat me. So even with the title, I still feel like they're on a pretty. I'm watching a uh, Chris Allen play Andrew Bunn right now, Ghost Finn against uh, five rookies. No, they don't mind me saying that. I don't think they will, but. Uh, <laughs> I guess they're casting right now, too, so I guess everyone can listen to their next cast. I'm sure they'll be talking about it, but I've been watching it. I don't feel like it's far and away better. So, yeah, that's that's just my thoughts on that. But this, honestly, this is... I was thinking back. This is, like, the most excited I've been for a wave, like, ever. Like, and this isn't even a wave. This is just, like... But I'm talking, like, any release ever. This is honestly the most excited I've, like, ever been. Because B-Wing's already out when I came in. So. <laughs> Can't get more excited than that. So my, my first excited ship that I ever, like, really, truly excited to see was the, the TIE Defender. Because that's just one of my favorite ships uh -huh. ever from the uh, video game. Um, mm -hmm. The closest thing to this amount of excitement was seeing the, the finally the release of the Alpha Class Star Wing so we can have our gunboat. Yeah. This is yep. on par with that. Because... Mm -hmm. I love the X-Wing, and it's so iconic. And then actually just seeing like the upgrades we've always wanted like on it and it's finally come to fruition. And, it, mm -hmm. yeah, like I said, I don't think these are anywhere near broken. They're going to be some mm -hmm. good, powerful upgrades, but, like, they've thought about it. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anything in here that could break the game? I don't think so. I don't think there's anything like Maul, because I think Maul's an issue card sometimes, uh, just, like, as minorly... There's nothing like reinforcing here, TLT. Uh, so we'll have to see if anything does come from this. But overall, this expansion looks pretty good. Uh, the Ewing probably needs a little bit more, but I think there's it's working towards it. Well, they need a good support is what they need. A good support crew. Something not maybe not as direct as Palp, but something... Something close to that. They just—I just don't think Rebel has the support right now uh, to be on that level. At least at the hundred-point game. Yeah, uh, in the higher-point games, there's a lot of support choices. But yeah, the hundred-point just—I uh -huh. feel like the support issue for um, Rebels is either it costs too much because the chassis is so expensive for what it does, mm -hmm. like the Hawks. Because Janors is great, but she's twenty-five points mm -hmm. base. These yeah. U-Wings are pretty good, but you're still looking at 24-point investment before adding crew slots. And they're mm -hmm. not mobile, not as mobile as they could be, and they do melt like butter sometimes. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's well. enough of that. Enough of the so, uh, anything else we can really talk about? I think that's it. So we're going to be recording again in two days to do our... Worlds prep episode, so... Do you know who was all about to Worlds? I know Kelvin got in. Ricky and Tyler are going. Mark, I don't know, but... I've basically... I mean, even going back to a couple months before Last Worlds, he really doesn't talk about x yeah. <laughs> anymore. So I don't... This would be like the first Worlds he's ever missed, but I... I don't think he's gonna go, sadly. But uh, it's kind of, I'm kind of, I'm almost happy now that I'm not going. Cause if I had gone, 
with this release so close to it, knowing it wouldn't have been legal, I would have been pretty salty about not being able to fly the well, X-Wings. But they, sh- they should be out for the Seattle opening. They'd so. probably be up in the Seattle opening. Um, what do you think? Do you think they'll have some of these in stock to buy at Worlds? Ooh. Ooh, at Worlds. Because they do usually, like well, at Gen Con, they have like some... So uh-huh. Do you think they'll have like limited like one per person? I, I think it's too... I think it's too early... Because they're not even on the boat yet, are they? Uh, that doesn't mean they still don't have some, like, a, 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 a pre-shipment of, like, a, a small amount for their own personal selves at the FFG Center. Because at Gen Con, they have, they've had, like, Star... Like, the, uh-huh. the Guts for Hire, I think it was there. That was, like, three months yeah. before we got there. Yeah, they always have it early at Gen Con. Like, they had Wave 5, they had there, and then they didn't have enough... Uh, to meet the demand, so they actually had to... Even though Wave 5 had been released at Gen Con, they didn't allow it at Worlds at 2015. So, uh... But if they if it's there, is it legal? No. For... It will not be released. It'll be like a pre-release. It will not be legal for any event until it's widely available to the public North America. Yeah. And then it's... For other regions, of course, it's based off the tournament regulations of uh, the availability in your area. So it goes store by store or uh, region by region availability uh-huh. so well if it is at worlds i'll be attempting to acquire a few of these if possible to bring back um, no. especially the tie reaper i'm excited because that means next week we'll actually hopefully get to see a tie reaper spoiler uh, we mm-hmm. do have ffg's announcement next week on may the first they have a sp- at worlds the day before worlds starts they will have a special um, announcement um rumor has it from i heard in the rumor mill this is complete just hearsay and just um, just word of mouth. Um, I've heard from different sources, different people. People are talking about a X-Wing 2.0. Maybe um, not a complete uh, what we've thought of or what um, Major Juggler's been like working on, but something that supposedly the Lucasfilms licensing is disappointed or dissatisfied with the fact that the, um, the iconic Star Wars ships, TIE Fighters, X-Wings, A-Wings, B-Wings, like the ones from the original movies and just the ones from the movies in general, are not the majority seen on the table. So this might be the start of, of a couple of expansions, bringing those ships back into the fold to be upwards of the higher meta or into the the front of the meta to put them on the table again. Is that really what you've heard? That's what I've heard from uh, different sources. Like the, the one of them is that one. Like people say, just because they want to change the game a bit more. The game is hitting. It's like it's six. It's sixth year, I think, or seventh year. And mm-hmm. just from playing Warhammer, it's usually five to six years in addition. So it's hitting that point. Mm-hmm. We do uh-huh. have a lot of stuff in the game now. It, 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 and if you notice, the last few releases have slowed down considerably from the previous releases. We did have that one year, year span where we had like. 14 ships released or like it was like a total of um like nine boxes like in the last it was the last 12 months we've had from this point for last may we've had the sea rock mm-hmm. uh the guns for hire and the wave 12 13 mixed together with wave <coughs> yeah wave 12 and 13 so one wave so it has not actually been a huge amount in the last year which is good they've been slowing down I would think mm-hmm. we were, they were releasing stuff way too quickly, and it just overloaded everyone playing the game. Yeah, I, it'd be interesting. It'd always be interesting to hear it, but I wonder how close like Lucasfilm monitors the game. So obviously, if they do, yeah, you look at Worlds the last two years. How many Tie Fighters and X Wings have made the cut? It like you, we had two bigs last year. I don't think there were any bigs in 2016. I don't remember there being any. So, I could certainly imagine uh, them feeling that way if they did monitor it, but it's always that argument of, like, how much do they care about the competitive arena? Because that's really not a lot of their bottom line, you know? Yeah. So, I think, yeah, I agree. It'd be it'd definitely be the time is right for 2.0, and it's... We've definitely been closer and closer to that, but I'm also I'm super stoked for this uh, this expansion, and you know you know I don't say that very often. <laughs> yeah, you, you, <laughs> when I ask you about what do you like with the ships, like eh, it's bad. 
<laughs> so they are bad. Ninety percent, ninety-five percent of stuff is trash. Up. So like, yeah, when you when you have praise for something, that means it's pretty high praise coming from you, Blair. So. Yeah. So I'm 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 excited. That's that's good. So, so yeah, we wanted to have we. I was so excited. We wanted to have this uh, special edition B team, even though it was just gonna be Kaylin and I. So, I hope you all enjoyed it. And yeah, we got Alex is working on one episode right now. Should be out any time. And then I'm gonna have that Worlds episode out for y'all uh, before Worlds, so that y'all can listen to it and hear my brilliant expertise as I predict. The winning list once again. <laughs> did you, did you, have you predicted the winning list in the past? No, I've never <laughs> predicted. It, after like bitching about Dengaroo for like I don't know however long it existed nine nine months or nine months leading up to Worlds, it probably wasn't that yeah. long, six or seven months. I predicted it would not win, and then it won. Yeah. And then I, well, I was with you. The, just, the year that Dantorps won with uh, Dengaroo, I thought maybe a, a different list. But, uh, yeah, because I thought people would just bring a counter to it or something like that. Like, I, I did not predict that would win. Yeah. People didn't bring a whole lot of counters. Or they, the, that was the thing about Dengaroo, is, like, all the hard counters mostly sucked, except for, like, defenders. And even that, those weren't really even a hard counter. They just could handle a lot of stuff, because they were just so damn tanky. But he, he got, you know, Nan, Nan was a little lucky that he was able to dodge defenders yeah. for the most part. And then... Man, that guy in the top four, he had that game. That Han Jake guy. He, he had it. He had it. Yeah, and and the rock. Parked on a rock two turns in a row. Like, oh, man. Yeah, that yeah. that kind of hurt, but oh well. Um, that was... Last year, I just thought it was going to be something with Mind Link. And I was I was close, but... Yeah, it was just still double jump masters. I thought uh, the year Nantorus won with uh, the Dengar, I thought actually he'd be a Shadowcaster in the finals. Yeah, to win because mm. that's I think the Shadowcast was just legal. It was new. Um, I after using it, I thought like this thing is a powerhouse, and they had the capabilities mm-hmm. of beating Dengar because of the Shadowcaster title, and just tractors mm-hmm. in general, just nuking that ship. And they're fast enough to. Well, well, plus, well, plus, Asajj just so tanky, she can just. Oh yeah, she just sat there in front of him all day yeah. long. Because she can evade and then take lats, and that's like two guaranteed evades. Yeah, I think these people are just Every- too. Um, didn't want to pick the risk of flying that new that ship. It was too new. It yeah, was... it was real super new. So. Same thing with like, like those one eighty six guys had already kind of figured out the mind link at that point. Like that one guy that lost to Kevin in the top eight. Mm-hmm. He was running. I was like the original old Fangaroo. Like he totally should have won that uh, game. Kevin got super lucky to pull that out. But yeah, that was a really cool. That was kind of cool worlds, even though. It was stupid Dangaroo and stuff. It was cool that this, that stuff hit so quickly that people were still kind of figured out. As opposed to last year where it's just like, you know, everyone knew what the hell was good. It was Mind Link. That was <laughs> what was good. But, yeah. Uh, well, we're both extra salty about last year's worlds. Oh, man. <laughs> we, we'll sit here and salt her, just sit here in our own salt corners and salt with each other. Anyways, I think that's enough for today. Uh, any final thoughts, Blair? I got nothing. Well, I'm pretty good too. So I'll uh, thanks everyone for uh, listening in to us talk about some random crap in the boiler room. And Blair, I'll see you this weekend. All right. See you, everyone. <laughs>